Get ready for a transformation. But in this kingdom, we start growing. We are replacing those carnal thoughts with the word of God. Our minds are renewed to the word of God. At that time, glory, glory, glory. So when we are speaking, we are speaking from knowledge. Or you wake up and say, Hey, bonga fish, angari. Glory to God. I took it in the dream. I will never take it in life. In the name of Jesus. Say, I'll never be poor. Ah! Jesus Christ. Pay attention to everything I'm going to show you. Another life-changing moment with Apostle Peters. This is our month of honor. The Lord has instructed that we teach on honor. So we are going to be looking at understanding honor. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are completely ready. We are completely open to be blessed of you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the utterance. Thank you for the anointing, the unction. Thank you. We love and appreciate you. Yes, you are the secret of our lives. Thank you. Blessed be your holy name. Amen and amen. Mm-hmm. All right, if you turn to the book of Judges, chapter number 9, and we'll begin reading from the ninth verse, understanding honor, understanding honor. Um, there is a, a little it's not more of a mystery really but uh, many times it's good to bring this to your mind so that we can it can dawn on you for clarity also okay but the olive tree said unto them we are actually looking at the b part okay but the olive tree said unto them should i leave my fatness wherewith by me they honor god and man and go to be promoted over the trees now here is the point there are two sets of personality or persons to honor God and man. So no matter what group this man is falling into, okay, he's still a man. And then God by himself. So we have God and men. And you will have to understand. There's nothing you can do about it. You will have to understand. You will have to let it sink in your spirit. That there are those in this world that God has honored. Some of them were born that way. Some of them in the cause of it, they were, they were, honor was bestowed on them. But in this world, there are two groups of men. Honorable and unhonorable men. It will have to dawn on you. Now, the interesting thing about it all, I, I should say, the troubling thing about it is that the one that God has honored, if you dishonor that one, you you get the wrath of god you invite something serious why because it's god who has honored that one now there are those that were not born honorably but god has showed us in his word that though you may not be born honorable or honorably if you are not he says you can still be honorable when you begin to walk with god when you associate yourself with god it honors you, honors your life. All right. Let me show you a, a few scriptures along that line. Okay. First Samuel chapter number nine, verse six. First Samuel chapter number nine, verse six, talking about honorable men. Let's we have to rush now. And he said unto him, Behold, now there is in this city man of God, and he is an honorable man. He's an honorable man. Now, these not several scriptures in the Bible refers to honorable men, honorable men. Now, in this case, this particular person is a man of God. 
Okay, so there are those that they don't have to be men of God. They are just honorable. Okay, uh, let me show you another one. Second Samuel chapter number 23. From the 18th verse into the 19th. 18th into 19th. Thank you. Good. And Abishai, the brother of Joab, the son of Zeruiah, was chief among three. Was chief among three. And he lifted up spear against 300 and slew them and had the name among three. Oh God, I love this. I, I, well, you may not understand what I'm trying to say. But you study that portion, it's interesting. Okay, talking about these guys uh, who had these special skills. But that's another this talk. Was it not most honorable of three? Which means that the three were honorable. But this one was the most honorable of three. Therefore, he was their captain. Because he was the most honorable, he was their captain. Howbeit, he attained not unto the first three. He talked about some first three before. As you study, you, uh, you go study that chapter yourself. Go to the 23rd verse. I believe that's, that's the verse. Yeah, 23rd verse. He was more honorable than the 30. So, there is this group of 30 also. You see, you have to study the old chapter to understand that these were David's men. Some of them were so good and full that they were seen as honorable. God gave them talent and gifts that made them honorable. There are people like that in the world today. The Bible says a man's gift will make it for him. You see, they are just like that. And David set him over his guard because he was more honorable than the 30. But then if, if there are honorable men, then, then it means there are non-honorable men. But despite there are those who are honorable and those who are not, God says, honor all men. Let me show that to you. In fact, let me just begin something now. 14 honor that you must give. 14 honors or honors, if you like, that you must give. Number one, honor all men. First Peter chapter number 2, verse 17. Honor all men. First Peter chapter 2, verse 17. First Peter chapter 2. Honor all men. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the king. So he says, honor all men. Every man deserves your honor. Brothers and sisters, if you are not born again or you don't have your mind renewed. You know, at the single seminar, we were talking about um, how you could change your mindset using the word of God. Okay. Now, if you don't have your mindset changed by the word of God, inside you is naturally this tendency to dishonor because that's the, the 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 nature of the fallen man the one that is not born again has the nature of the fallen man so there is every all the ability to dishonor people to disregard them to pull them down you know he said ah no clear road for the guy and eh, so what what why are you clearing road you see, and somebody is coming, somebody is coming. Ah, why are these done? And soldiers are coming ahead. Ah, what is happening? Who is passing? There is so and so that is passing. Ah, is that why they now? Ah, you take it easy, don't push me. You see, there is this. Listen, God has honored the guy. Just step aside and say, Wow, Lord, I thank you because I'm associated with you. And I trust you to honor me like this. I trust you to honor me like this. Don't talk against those that have been honored. Don't do it. What you celebrate, you will attract. 
if you don't celebrate honor, you will never get it. At the time, it may look like, ah, this small boy, this small girl, but trust God, trust God to take you up too. Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. Listen, I often tell people, because somebody beside you succeeding does not mean you are failing. There is timing with God. As you keep walking with him, trust him. Just trust him. He is dependable. He has checked his record. He has that reputation. Faithful. Dependable. That's God. As long as you keep walking with him. Ah. It may seem like the, the other fellow has my head. Relax. He will take you like this from behind. And all of a sudden, didn't you read about it? You didn't read about Elijah? He had thought he has gone ahead on that chariot. But Elijah was still at a place. What did the Holy Spirit do? Holy Spirit took him and put him in front. And the next thing he had saw, somebody is in front. That's Elijah running. Now, it looked as though, as though Elijah ran past. No, he didn't. If you study the Hebrew construction, he didn't run past him. He was taken. He's called the transportation of the Holy Spirit. He was taken and put ahead. And while he was ahead, he was still running. So it looked like, ha! Ah! Only God does that. You know what that is called? Supernatural. But when you try to push things and you try to make yourself, you frustrate yourself. When it's not yet time. And then you want to rubbish everybody else. Because now you are jealous. You are bitter. We were together. Now he has gone ahead. No, relax. God is preparing something big for you. Ha! Ha! Glory to God. So he wants us, he says, to honor all men. God himself honors people. He honors people. As you study the Bible, you see there are two. God honors himself. And God honors people. Just like we are to honor God and honor men. God honors, the Bible shows that God honors himself. How? He honors himself by showing his works. He displays, he displays his greatness. When he does it, he says, yeah. You remember when he was using um, Pharaoh as a specimen? He said, in this I will get myself honor. And he got himself honor. You see? And then he also honors people. He looks for people and honors them. Sometimes as a result of choice. Sometimes as a result of their faithfulness. Sometimes as a result of their fear for God. Their walk with God. If God honors you, no man can dishonor you. If he tries it, big shame. Did you not study the story of Esther? How a man that was honored by man, by a man, was trying to compete with Mordecai. And he chose to want to finish with him and finish with the whole of the Jews. What happened? Shame was the end. Why? Because these are God's people that have been honored by God. I will leave that for another day. That's a big story on its own. Glory to God. Second Chronicles chapter number one. Second Chronicles one twelve. Second Chronicles one twelve. 
we need to get all this foundation well wisdom and knowledge is granted unto, unto thee say amen ah can you hear something like this i'm looking wisdom and knowledge is granted unto thee then it says i will give thee riches and wealth and honor now i discovered that in the bible in the scriptures riches and honor usually come together if you are rich and you are not honorable nobody will recognize your wealth he said what is going sit down somewhere dirty rich man but when you are rich and honor is there that's why god ensures that they go together riches wealth honor and god says he's the one that gives it let's look at another one let's look at another one second chronicles 17 5. second chronicles 17 5. therefore the lord established the kingdom in his hand and all judah brought to jehoshaphat presence and he had the riches and honor in abundance which means that you could have honor you could have less honor and you could have great honor honor too is in different stages and different quantity and qualities amazing there are some people that are honorable there are some that are more honorable my place is at the top the name of jesus what does it mean to be what does it mean to be honorable what 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 is honor what is honor i think i should mention that to for clarity what is honor okay honor means to regard or treat someone with respect to regard or treat someone with respect and special recognition to regard and treat someone with respect and special recognition that's honor some people are full of dishonor i mean the man of god is preaching the man is preaching and he stands up and leaves walks out on the man of god he doesn't think that's a dishonor the dishonor why what are you doing you are trying to dishonor that man whoever it is that is talking at the moment that's when your phone is ringing hello you are not only dishonoring the man you are dishonoring the presence of god in that place did you not study in the book of hearts how people fell down and died this in your life you have to be careful when you are dealing with god you must be careful because the things that he told you it doesn't mean anything to god is something big the spirit of god these are the things that grieve the spirit of god the spirit of god is a personality it can be happy it can be moody it can be sad why how do you know because jesus said when he was living he said i will give you another comforter now don't let the english word there another deceive you as you go to study the greek another alos it doesn't mean another as in another it means another of the same kind in the greek there are two words used for another heteros and alos when we say heteros now comforter greek word paraclete so when you merge it together 
heteros para you won't say heteros paracletos you say heteros paracletos okay which means another comforter now at this time when you say another comforter you'll be saying another one of a different kind eh? if i say if i ha- have this cup with me this cup or mug and i have it with me and i'm holding it like this and i say can i have heteros this i'm saying bring me another cup of a different kind but that's also a cup so that's white this one i'm holding now is white but the one you are bringing you can bring blue bring red you can bring the one with two hands or two hands <laughs> you can bring anything but because i have said heteros just bring me another cup but if i said if i use the word alos i would mean exactly the same thing no difference in size in shape in color so when jesus was talking when he said i will bring you another i will send you another comforter he uses alos paracletos it means exactly like me it does like i do smiles like i smile the things that will get me hungry is what will get him angry is of my height of my stature everything about me so the holy spirit behaves just like jesus just like him you could grieve the spirit of god remember jesus was grieved in the scriptures he was grieved with the unbelief of the people he was grieved with the pharisees and sadducees and the scribes many times he was grieved one time he entered the the temple and he saw them selling in his father's house they were selling doves and interesting these were things of sacrifice they, they were selling it so you want to make sacrifice to god easy easy come on you can get it easily here so you will think well that's that's not bad at least they're selling it in church so it can be very fast but jesus said no that's not the purpose of the house of god it's not a marketplace and he was hungry and he whipped them what do you think the holy spirit would do same thing same thing so you see you could grieve the spirit of god with your life when you dishonor god's presence dishonor god's servants dishonor one another you dishonor those that god has honored i don't believe in that i don't believe in that how can you be idolizing man i would not all the same really hey, hey, hey. you know when you talk like this some people don't like it oh no 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 they think you're trying to crown some people king and you're trying to make them and nobody non-entities no sir i'm only teaching you the word of god i'm teaching you the truth from god's god's word and it doesn't mean anything to me what you think it's one of the things that god has granted me boldness so if you like put your head down and put it <laughs> glory to god hallelujah so honor all men is so important listen honor all men means you have to honor that conductor you have to honor that commercial driver. you have to honor you have to honor listen this does not mean that you have to be prostrating to them no no that's not what it means just, just honor respect them regard them at their level regard them don't talk to the bike man anyhow because he carried their soul uh-huh. no that's not the nature of christ 
Christians, many times, how could somebody carry you? Maybe on bike or on the bus. And you can't even say thank you. You see, I paid him, of course. No, say thank you. That's why you're different. Pay him and say thank you. Somebody is coming in from there. They help you to open the door. You just can You see, at least say thank you. Learn to say it. Just say it. Be full of it. That's how you know great men. Number two. Alright, did I give you that definition? Alright, what did I say? To regard or treat someone with respect and special recognition? Alright, let me give you another definition. It also means to esteem and regard someone. To esteem and regard someone with highly... Someone highly and favorably. To esteem and regard someone highly and favorably. In other words, somebody that you honor, there is a way you favor the person. Oh, no, 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 please. Come, come, come this way. Come to my sitting room. Come inside. Sit down. No, 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 no. Don't stand out there. Come. You see, you are honoring that one. You're honoring. Okay? And as you learn it, you see how God will promote your life and decorate your own life. Give and it shall be given unto you. That's what the Bible says. Number two now. 14 honor that you must give. Number two, honor widows. Honor widows. First Timothy chapter number five, verse three. Honor widows. Honor widows that are widows indeed. That are widows indeed. Listen, make sure you don't, you don't make them sad. Don't find yourself in a position where you now make a widow sad. To the extent that she will now remember her husband. Those things are not good for you. Under the Old Testament, God warned them. He talked about these two groups of people, widows and orphans. He said, if you do something to them, or to, to the extent of them crying out to me, he said, I will forget about what you did. I will deal with you. Listen, you will never know what it means to be in the name of Jesus. It's not a good place to be. It's just that, you know, sometimes we go and comfort them and we tell them, don't worry, you will see him again in heaven. But you, your wife is still around. Your husband is still around. Do you know what it means for somebody to be with a man? This is your husband, you talk together, you do everything together and all of a sudden he's taken from you. Especially if the children are grown-ups now. They've gone. They are all gone. So you are just left with this man. This now is as though, you see, when they are getting old, it's as though they just remarried. Because all the children are gone. They are now left with. And yet you grieve them. Oh no, don't do that. The Bible says, God put it in his word. He says, honor them. Honor them. Honor them. For those of you that have been guilty, please, caution. Honor them. There are things that the Lord has told us, has spoken to us in his word. We must follow them. For you to get the best blessings that he has reserved for you. Honor widows. Number three. Now I'm rushing now. Number three. <laughs> honor the dead. Hey, hey. Somebody say, hey, what did you just say? Second Chronicles chapter 32. The Bible says so. Second Chronicles chapter 32 verse 33. 32, 33. 
I wanted to see this. And Hezekiah slept with his fathers and they buried him in the chiefest of the sepulchers. Who did they bury in the chiefest? Eh? Eh? Hezekiah. A dead man. They looked for a very good... I thought he's dead. When Jesus died, oh God, the Bible talks about that rich man, that influential guy, Joseph Arimathea, got Jesus off of that cross and treated the body specially. Listen, not he didn't, not that he really believed that he will, he will be raised again. No, that's not the point. He wanted to honor the dead. And he took his body and the Bible says the sepulchre that he has hewn Nobody else, no cops has ever entered that sepulchre. It's a fresh one. That was where he took Jesus, just to honor his body. Listen, it's God who taught them how to do this. The Jews knew how to do this. They would put spices, a lot of spices, perfumes, just to decorate this dead person. You remember, that's what those, those ladies, those women were coming to do when they discovered that Jesus had been resurrected. They came to complete the embalmment. They came to complete it. They thought they had not. They were not done with the head, so they were coming to come and complete it. They discovered that he's been raised. When Mary, Mary, you remember the Mary alabaster, when she broke that perfume and poured it on Jesus's head and his feet, what did Jesus say? Jesus said, "She did it ahead of my burial." Because you see, those women, they didn't have the opportunity to come and do it again. When they were coming, it was when he has been resurrected. And yet, the disciples didn't know this. They were condemning her. They said, what is this waste? Why are you wasting it? The dead. When people die, that's when some people, no fear of God, they will still speak against the person. Honor the dead. Even if he was not good in his lifetime. After all, he's dead now. What else do you want? And Ezekiel slept with his fathers and they buried him in the chiefest of the sepulchers. That does not mean that you should go and borrow because you say you want to bury your father. That's not what I'm saying. That's stupidity. You borrow money, borrow this, borrow clothes and after you've now buried, all the whole world came to eat. They are all gone now. They are drawing you for busy. You see what they say we should honor? That's not... <laughs> <laughs> that's doing beyond your purse the little you have you can honor him with it okay look at this now of the sons of david and all judah and the inhabitants of jerusalem did him honor at his death they did him honor if it's not important the bible will not record it when john the baptist was beheaded what happened his disciples went there to take his body they, they couldn't leave him. They had to take his body to honor, to bury him properly. Saul! You remember Saul in the Old Testament? That wicked Saul that was after the life of David. Despite it was after the life of David. When he died, David was supposed to rejoice, but David started crying just to honor him. David tore his clothes and started crying. But Saul was a wicked guy. But what happened? David honored him. The guy that came to give the news and said, actually, I brought you the crown. He died 
Uh, he said I should kill him. So I killed him. He was not the one that killed him. He still lied. He thought David would give him a reward. And David would say, wow, you killed my enemy. Good, 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 good. Come, you'll be my right-hand man as I'm a king. Where is the crown? You brought the crown. Come, bring it. No, David said, ah, you killed the Lord's anointed. Listen, honoring the anointing. We will get there. Maybe not today. So important. So important. Some people don't understand it. You know why some people, you wonder why their life is going in a certain direction. They can't understand. They can't find the solution. The problems everywhere. What is happening to them? There is something they have stirred up in their life. They don't know when. Unconsciously, they stirred it up. You will be the one to talk against men of God. It's none of your business, so, but the one that you think is not doing it right, you'll be the one to judge. Don't mind them. All of them are just taking our money. The only man of God I know is the true man of God is so and so. The, uh, the rest, they are just taking our money. They are just. You are steering problem for yourself. Brothers and sisters, do you know what it means to be a man of God? Okay. Maybe you don't know. Because many have not been properly taught. Do you know what it means to be a man of God? One time, Moses' sister and his brother, Aaron, three years older than Moses. Miriam, six years older than Moses. They were his elders. Do you understand? Moses did something that was wrong. The Bible records that in, in reality it was wrong. But for discussing it, they were punished. And why? They just discussed ah, like it's like three pastors talking or two pastors talking and say, ah, the other pastor is disobeying God. Though. They, they were fighting for God. Don't you understand? They were fighting for God. They, they disobeyed God. God said we should not do it. Now went to do it. And the same God that they were fighting for stepped in and dealt with them. The woman became leprous. Aaron was punished for it. And it was Moses that was, listen, it was not Moses that called God. Moses was one that was not begging for them. I said, no, don't, ah, why did you do this? Don't do it. God said, no. <laughs> listen, I will advise you in your life, when they are talking about men of God, look away. In fact, don't even laugh. Don't say, <laughs> it's funny. Live there. Don't let somebody drag you into destruction. Because both you, the hearer and the laugher, you understand? <laughs> the punishment will come to you equally. Listen, you will stand before God. Everything will be played as a video. And since you participated, you will also participate in the punishment. You know why I don't like to get angry with someone? When I get angry with someone, I quickly try to kill it. Because that means punishment is coming for the present. Listen, I don't have to do anything about it. I'm telling you. Once I'm angry, truly angry with someone or somebody does something and the thing really pains me. I'm just telling you, me, that's me. At this my small level. I'm telling you me about me. Not to talk of a man of God that is up there. You now use your mouth. You just use your mouth against. You just talk anyhow. <laughs> I got gist for you, but not today. Glory to God. All right. Number three, right? Honor the dead. Good. 
So don't talk against those who are dead. Don't, don't After he's already dead. The guy was a wicked guy. He, he should die away and die. What is the matter? Head dead for hell. I know it's hell. He's in hellfire as we're speaking. I know. I told you how God cautioned me one time over it. I was preaching. I was now using someone. I said, ah. He said he died at the beach with a girlfriend. Say, can you imagine? That means straight to hell. The Spirit of God said, are you the judge? I was shocked. Ha! Lord. According to your word, the guy said, are you the judge? I learned the lesson that day. Don't, don't. Number four. Honor elders. Hey, hey. This is where some people cannot have it. Listen, it has nothing to do with culture. In Christianity, there is no Yoruba culture. There is no Hausa culture, Igbo culture. We have our culture, is Zion culture. You get it from God's word. We are cultured this way. He says, honor elders. Some people don't know the difference. They don't care. I mean, you got into a place. You just want to sit there and you are seated. And an elderly person comes there and is standing, no seat. And you can't stand up for the person. What is the matter with you? What kind of pride is this? It's a terrible thing. And it's a terrible place to be. What you are doing is you are sowing a seed. For yourself. And you sure know that's not a good one. Honor elders. Oh, come on. Let's look at the word. Leviticus 19 verse 32. Leviticus 19 verse 32. We are almost there. Thou shalt rise up before the hurry and honor the face of the old man and fear thy God. I am the Lord. Now, anytime you study the scriptures, I discover by revelation, and God says, I am the Lord. If he gives an instruction and he says, after that instruction, after talking, giving that instruction, and hands it with, I am the Lord. It means that this cannot be changed. If you tamper with it, you'll be punished. Anytime you see him emphasize and come there and say, I am the Lord. So in this case, he says, honor the face of the old man. Don't disrespect elderly people. Don't do it. Don't do it. Remember, one day too, you'll become an elderly person. Listen. As you get, they, they, they've said it, as they get older, they become like a child again. Some of them, you see them, they, they seem to talk too much. They pick on anything you do. They are just always against one thing or the other. But that's where patience comes in. Just be patient. You have to understand with them. Instead of getting irritated, you know it could be irritating. Italian person, we thought you should have sense. You know, <laughs> but you are not supposed to react like that. Listen, so you don't heap curses on your head. Because God is watching, He's looking at you, He's watching. Don't do it. Don't be a slave to your emotions. Don't you understand? Don't be a slave. 
Some people, they don't even care whether it's at the marketplace. Hey, hey, what kind of stupid elderly person is that? How can he insult me? Does she not, does she not have somebody like me as a child at home? And then, because the woman insulted you. So you stood there and said, I will give it to you. Complete, I will give. Then you're there to insult her very well. Your children at home, mama. Mama, your children at home. You want to let her know that she's not the only one that knows how to talk. Can I tell you something? Do you know that as a Christian, you dwell in God's presence? Everywhere you go, you carry God's presence. You don't step out. Listen, I'm telling you the truth. That's what it means to be in Christ. To be in Christ means to be born in God's presence. And you don't go out and come in. You are everly there. The only reason why you don't have results as you should is because you are not always conscious of it. Everywhere you are, God's presence is there. You think about it. You carry the Holy Spirit on the inside. Where is God's presence? In you. And then he's with you. Because you are in him. Perfect oneness. So all the time you're doing all of these things. That's in the presence of God. You're doing all of this. You have angels right there. You are already deactivating the activities in your life. That's the reason why many people don't have angels function for them. Like they should. They will cry, 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 cry. They will still, thief will still come and snatch the money and run away. Angels are there. Oh. They will you say, ah, ah, leave my back, leave my back. You are a Christian. You may even say I'm tighter. But they just snatched. It's going. An angel should have stopped it. You say, how would that happen? You see. There's a way. They work, angels work different. They work in different ways. At that time, somebody might just be ordered the steps. Somebody who could just interrupt the matter and they won't be able to collect that purse. Who just be ordered. Or, why the guy is trying to, he can't understand. The purse has suddenly become so heavy. Until he has to leave it and say, they may catch me here. You see? But all those, is not there, not working. Why? Your disobedience to God's word. You can't be disobeying God's word and you, you expect angels to function for you. No, not that way. They are subject to God's word. They themselves. So dishonoring elders is not what God is pleased with. No, it's not. It's not. doesn't matter who the person is. Man or woman. Wicked or good. Nasty, rude, kind. Your own business is not to try and find out whether she's kind or good. Your own part is to honor him anyhow. Lamentation 5, 7. Lamentation 5, 7. Our fathers have sinned and are not and we have borne their iniquities. What have they done? Next verse. Servants have ruled over us. You see? Yes, their fathers have sinned. There is none that does deliver us out of their hand. Continue. Verse 9. We got our bread with the peril of our lives because of the sword of the wilderness. Next verse. Our skin was black like the oven because of the terrible famine. Next verse. They ravaged the women in Zion and the maids in the city of Judah. Next verse. Princes are hanged up by their hand. The faces of elders were not honored. 
were not honored. And you see several wicked things that they did. And this is listed as one of them. We're not honored. There are people that have so insulted gray hairs that if they should, if, if they reach everyone, God says, All the gray hair you insulted should gather. Helpless. Brothers and sisters, don't position your listen, don't set yourself up against yourself. Is a terrible place to be. Set yourself up against yourself. Not God. God is not against you. But you by yourself, you set up yourself against yourself. If the devil set himself against you, it's a small thing. Just learn your authority and deal with him. But if you are the one taking a position against yourself, how will you deal with this matter? Except you reposition. And then you turn back and adjust your ways. I think for today, I'll have to stop here. Finally, for today. Number five, honor your parents. You know, one of the most popular instructions in the Bible from God, directly from God, is this one that says to honor your parents. Many times you wonder why God gives some instructions and he still insists. From the Old Testament into the New, he consistently gave these instructions. Consistently. Exodus chapter number 20. The 12th verse. This was so important to God that he had to include it in the original Ten Commandments. So important to him. Honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee that thy days may be long. Oh, that means there's something about longevity and honoring them. There's a connection. In fact, as you study the law in the Old Testament, God gave an instruction and said, anyone that insults the parent should be brought out in the public and stoned to death. That's what he said. He said, let them bring that child out. Why? What is it about these parents? Are they gods? That's because the way God sees it. God thinks that this is the one that authored your coming into this world. You know, human beings today, they have a problem. The problem they have is they always love what is in the container. They always love the content. But the container itself, they despise. That's the problem. They love the anointing of the man of God, but they don't like that man of God. They love the fact that this woman has brought them into this world. They, they don't like the way the mama behaves. She's not educated. Mommy, don't be speaking all those English again. They are terrible. Don't say it outside. Daddy, don't talk like that. Ah, your grammars are too bad. But they still like it that I, after all, I came to this world. But the one that brought them, they're not comfortable. 
But that's not how God sees it. God thinks that there's something unique about the container. When God is using you to do anything, God doesn't use you and dump you. He doesn't do it. He will ensure that you, that you yield yourself to be used, He pours honor on you. He will so take care of you that you will get embarrassed yourself. Sometimes you get embarrassed like, ah, why all this blessing? Ah, I'm, hey, hey, God. Ah. That's because that's the way he is. That's the way he is. It's human beings that will use you and forget you. He doesn't forget. Look at this strong... And, and in fact, God tried to... Jesus said, this is one commandment with promise. Let's look at more. Let's look at more. You see, we have to help each other so that we can rearrange our lives. You won't have unnecessary things delaying you and troubling your life. When you discover that you have a problem in this area, listen, don't behave like me, perfect or misperfect. We are all still learning and working on ourselves. Work on yourself today and put it behind you and adjust. All right, good. Deuteronomy chapter number 5 verse 16. Deuteronomy 5 16. Honor thy father and thy mother as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee that thy days may be prolonged. The law of repetition in the Bible. And that it may go well with thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Longevity. Prosperity. That's what he's talking about. Go well with thee. With thee. Go well. And that you may live long. Oh, come on. Let's let's look at more. Let's look at more. Let's look at more. <sighs> Matthew 15, 4. Now we are not entering into new. <laughs> Matthew 15, 4. Oh, well, it came from the mouth of Moses. So maybe it's because it's Moses. Now Jesus is talking. And Jesus supported Moses. There were some things that Moses said that Jesus corrected. Jesus didn't correct this one. Jesus thought. It's so. For God commanded, saying, Honor thy father and mother. And he that cursed father or mother, let him die the death. Because that was the instruction God gave. That the Old Testament, you curse your mother, bring him out and kill him, stone him to death. And Jesus is saying, That commandment was right. right. Okay. I- I'm rushing because I'm going somewhere. Okay. Ephesians chapter number 6 verse 2. Then we come over in the epistles under the dispensation of grace. Where grace has settled. <laughs> Honor thy father and mother which is the first commandment with promise. It came with promise. No other commandment before this came with a promise. This one came with promise. That it may be well. That's the promise. That it may be well with thee and that thou mayest live long. The same thing is being repeated here. Which means that that law is consistent. No wonder many people, when they begin to do well, is when death suddenly visits them. The guy is doing well. He may be good, but he has offended the mother that he needs to go back to for that mother to pray over him. He thinks, what's the big deal? What is it? That witch of a mother. I mean, one time when I got this, and she was the one that went about announcing me to the whole world until somebody came into my life and that blessing lost it. This woman, she talks too much. I want to leave her alone. 
Really? You can imagine how stupid it, it is for somebody to think that now your mom is a witch. She didn't kill you while you were inside. She breastfed you. She didn't kill you when you were outside. My dad is a terrible person. He is just so terrible. You don't even know him. Ah, you, you need to meet my dad. He's such a terrible person. He doesn't even care about any child. God doesn't say, honor your parents when they care. That's not what he says. He doesn't say if they are good people, honor them. Mm-mm, mm-mm. He says, honor them anyhow. That's what the Bible says. Let me show you something. Book of Genesis. To show you this. From the ninth chapter. 20th verse. Palo <sighs> Sete Kira Pra and he planted a vineyard and he drank of the wine and was drunken. Why would he do this? I thought they said he's a man that works with God. So he planted. That's why you should be careful with the kind of business you're doing. I know there are some Christians that have said it's not bad to have a beer parlor. You see, you can't, you can't say that. What kind of a Christian are you? The idea that God is giving me right now is to open, is to open a brothel. A brothel. A brothel. Do you want any of your children to be a prostitute in that brothel? Say, God, God forbid. But you are going to have others there. Some people don't even call it beer palette. They say it's pepper, pepper soup. Oh, we'll be selling it pepper soup. You are Mrs. Noah. Because you're going, to, you're going to mess up just like this guy. You see? Now, thank God. Everything is fine. Now, uh, the Lord has spared his family. Now, he has come to himself. Now, he planted a vineyard. And out of the wine there, he drank until he became drunk. And he was uncovered within his tent. What does that mean? He became naked. He got so drunk and became naked. Brothers and sisters, what he did was bad. This is an action of an irresponsible father. How could he live like this? But look at this. And he drank of the wine and was and he drank of the wine and was drunken and he was uncovered within the tent. Can we look at that from the NLT? So that you know uncovered. Is it the curtain that was uncovered? So no. <laughs> One day he drank some wine he had made and he became drunk and lay naked inside his tent he lay naked in his own room daddy got so drunk next verse ham the father of Canaan. now i want you to don't if you miss me now just go and take a pillow and sleep don't miss this part now this is so important ham the father of canaan who ham the father of canaan the guy already had his own kids. Do you understand? Okay. So Canaan. Ham, the father of Canaan. So Ham saw that his father was naked. 
and went outside and told his brothers he came in and saw the father naked and went to tell his brothers his brothers were outside to tell the brothers can you see your father he's naked inside can you see how irresponsible daddy can be how can daddy so drink Watch this. Then Shem and Japheth, those were the brothers outside, took a robe, held it over their shoulders, and backed into the tent to cover their father. Can you see the response of two kinds of children? Look at his own response. Look at their response. They even went backwards. They didn't want to see their father's wickedness. Watch this. How many times have your parents weaknesses become a subject of discussion among your siblings you are discussing it the problem with mommy is that mommy is too stubborn you are having this discussion you are just like ham listen this is so important and you don't know that that thing you're doing you thought to you is little it's, it's not little God is going to treat it like this guy. How dare you? Were you not afraid to talk against your mom? Were you not afraid? God has placed her in that position. Were you not afraid to talk against your dad? Do you know what these people went through just to have you? When a woman is pregnant, they say, that's what they say. Because of the kind of things that she goes through during pregnancy and then when she's about to give birth, she is not less than a dead person walking around. That's what they say. If not for God, she's not even sure whether this might be the last. They go through a lot. I mean, one time I was at the hospital to do something, and there's this woman was about to give birth oh god you thought she was mad i had to ask the doctor say excuse me is she <laughs> she was there she was having the punks you understand labor all this she was just there she was just hey 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 ah what's it like hey 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 ah i said what's that sometimes after they've given birth like that, their memory, before it gets restored, it takes days, completely. They now suddenly they begin to forget things. Because of what they went through. That woman carrying you alone was work. She could not be free with your big head inside. Everywhere. Somebody said, well, the father is not as important. No, sir! The man is working hard. He may not be jumping around, but his mind is working out for that money for this thing. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, he's thinking now. <laughs> Heavy God, don't put me to shame. The emotional distress. You wonder why many fathers, or for some of them, who don't have comfort, you wonder why they commit suicide? Kill themselves. 
they can't continue they can't watch they can't watch they can't just watch the children go through pains and poverty it's better for me to be out of here this is a shame this is a disgrace it's better for me to be out of here that means they've been so troubled emotionally thank god for the word of god it takes the word of god to to make you stable having gone through all of this then you have now grown now you've also grown wings you cannot talk back at them there was a day that they carried you in their arms you were their little toy their little baby mm, 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 mm. they didn't know that that mouth they are kissing you use it to insult them you see you can't even now you you talk any small thing you shout what is it what is the matter ah that's not how god sees it listen if we are talking about our own judgment we can see now i have a panel and let's sit and see what these mamas and papas i don't know why they do like that by the time they start getting old but that's not how god sees it no not at all it will require from your hands every every time that you have messed up you give account when you face him you give account plus that there is a law in motion that automatically works against the one that is against God's word. Let's just watch this because these are good um, pictures of God's mind and how it operates in this kingdom. Then Shem and Japheth took a rope, held it over their shoulders, and backed into the tent to cover their father. As they did this, they looked the other way. No, oh God, see how God, God told us exactly what happened in details this is so important is in the scriptures and god the spirit of god described what they actually did so we can know what they deserve it has punishment or reward as they did this they looked the other way so they would not see him naked next verse when noah woke up from his stupor he learned what harm his youngest son had done put this in the king james king james that same verse and Noah awoke from his wine and knew. Was he told? No. He knew. He knew what his younger son had done unto him. Next verse. And he said, Cursed be Canaan. Listen, it was not Canaan. Who did it? Ham. Who was Canaan? The son of Ham. But what did he do? He cursed his offspring. That's why there are children, seeds, that are suffering things that their parents did. Listen, it still happens. The child just comes, doesn't understand what happened. There is a curse that has been released. He didn't curse the guy. So the guy went, was going about free. But the offspring was going to suffer it. He chose to curse the offspring. That's just like God. Solomon messed, messed up. God said, for what you have done, I will take one of the tribes. Because now he was king over the tribe of Judah and Israel. He said, I will take one from you. But I will not do it in your day because of David. He's your father. He said, I won't do it in your day. I will do it in your children's day. 
And you know what? Solomon enjoyed his own life. His children danced to the music. So you see, there are some things, you could steal some things now, and everything may look okay. But what about your children? Even if your parents were spilling, it's not about them anymore. Why you were doing it? Why you were insulting them? There are people that could beat their parents and drag them on the floor. Now, some of you, that is looking like, oh, is that really true? Of course. There are those who have kicked their parents out of the house before. So you witch you came here to inconvenience my wife because of their wife. A lot of things are happening. It's because people are not well taught. If you understand what the Bible says, you will learn to honor them. Not for them, for you. For your own life, you honor them. And he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren. Next verse. I, I, I will mention this. Let's just go on. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servants. Oh God. God shall enlarge Japheth, and he shall dwell in the tents of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servants. That Canaan did not know anything. You see, the father has put him in trouble. And Canaan does not just represent the person, it represents. Did it work? It worked. Listen, there is no word against you that can work except God backs it up. The only reason why what this man said worked is because God backed it up. The only reason why this worked is because God backed it up. If God didn't back it up, who is it that said, when the Lord has not commanded? Which means that God supported him. One more scripture and we close. Genesis 40, 49. From the first verse. You see, today, whatever you need to make adjustment, you make adjustment in this service and your life will take a new turn. We'll, we'll, we'll be praying as the Lord instructs me, I'll minister to you as he does. I don't do anything outside his instruction. Don't let your anger and emotions put you in trouble. You know, there are some families that the parents don't care. They don't care means they are destroying that child. You may not care. I mean, in my own family, we don't care. My son can just come and slap me at the back of my hand. Daddy, you know, he's like, we don't care. Yes. And you may even be happy with him for it. But it doesn't change the fact that God's word cannot be broken. As far as God is concerned, that's the dishonor. And you are not correcting the child. That's why he says, train up a child in the way he should go. Listen, I'm very strict with my children. Oh, dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. You can't find me run after them outside, beating them up. But they know. They know. Once I turn and say, you, you, good. They know exactly what that means. When we get to the house, we laugh into the house together. Ha, ha, hoo, hoo, ha. Now the door is locked. All right, oh boy, come here. <laughs> 
Once I say your bum bum is going to be hot tonight, he knows what I'm talking about. Now can you have children that you cannot discipline? You want to destroy them? That's my pet, oh. That's my little pet, oh. Eh. I will feed you. I will, as much as God puts my, my hand, I will send you to a good school. I will take care of you very well. But in discipline, mm, mm, never. It's not allowed. It's not allowed. No matter how much we may be playing, in the midst of the play, if you mess up, I will stop right there and say, Hey! <laughs> my wife knows! I won't cover it up. Right there, I stop. We will change it right there. If I take, if I've given instruction, don't jump on the chair when you are here. It says okay. Then we are now playing. He has forgotten himself, or she has forgotten. Her. I said, "Get down, my friend." <laughs> because children, you could easily confuse them if they do something and you overlook it. To them, it means that you are accepting what they are doing. Next time, you now want to correct them again. They are confused. But the other day, I did it. Daddy, you didn't say anything. No. Every time you do it, I say something. Hey. Because I don't want him destroyed. I don't want her destroyed. Listen, that's true love. The Bible says God loves us so much, He disciplines us. That's what the Bible says. You know, some of you don't like that. You're not comfortable with discipline. No, 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 no. You believe that they, they are just being too harsh at my age. How can my daddy still be shouting at me? Ah. Hmm. Listen, if I'm your daddy, as long as you are still under my roof, if you don't behave yourself, you get a slap. And I'm serious. When you leave, uh-huh, whatever. But in my house, it doesn't matter how old you are. In this house, you misbehave. Ah, no. What do you mean? Is it not this you? This same you? Did we not carry you when you were a baby? This same you? Now you have now grown so? No matter how grown you are, you can't be, you know, and you not be above your father. We knew how you grew. How you grew. So, I said one more scripture. Genesis forty-nine, from the first verse. And Jacob called unto his sons and said, "Gather yourselves together, oh, oh, that I may tell you that which shall befall you in the last days." A father is about to check out. Now he wants to bless his children. Interesting. 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 Even if you're going to die, don't die sick. Don't die terribly. Don't die. And you just say, wake up in heaven and say, I just die. No, not that kind of life. <laughs> don't die like that. Those under the Old Testament, when they were about to die, they knew it. David and Cole, they knew it. And they called their children. Isaac. All of them like that, and they bless them before dying. The Bible says, after Isaac has blessed, he now gathered his feet on the bed and said, It's okay, you guys can go, I can go now. Not just dying like a chicken. That's not a good one. Okay, so watch this. So if you want to die, do it this way. Do you understand? That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Gather yourselves together and hear ye sons of Jacob and hearken unto Israel your father. 
Reuben, that's the first child. Thou art my firstborn, my might, and the beginning of my strength, the excellency of dignity, and the excellency of power. Oh, look at the sta status of this guy. But watch, unstable as water, thou shalt not excel. Listen, with that status, what do you think should come out next? Words of blessing. Because there's something about fathers and first sons. When you have a first, your first child, there's something. There's, there's a way, there's this pride. I mean, this, this is the proof that I'm a man. Do you understand? This, 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 this guy should be able to showcase my name. Do you understand? He's just in there. Not because you want to be selfish, but there's this something about it. Like, ah, that's my first child. And now, he was supposed to get blessings. But look at what came forth. After describing him thus, in such marvelous way, unstable as water, you, you shall not excel. Why? You went up to thy father's bed. Then defilest thou it. He went up to my couch. What did this guy do? He went to sleep with his father's concubine. What was he thinking? This is the first child. Brought a curse on his head. Let me show you this. NLT, this same I just want to show you, thou shalt not excel, what he was also saying. But you are as unruly as a flood, and you will be first no longer. No wonder in many families, others are taking their position. You see the first child misbehaving. The one after is the one that is calm, always in the house, taking care of the parents. You now wonder how that one prospers. The first child is struggling everywhere. Struggling everywhere turning around to beg his younger ones to help. Please sponsor me. Please help me. Please help me. Your younger one. You, there is something about the first position. There's a reason why God sent you first. A first, a first, the one at the first position should be a leader. It's like sending a deliverer, a deliverer ahead of the others. That's, if it's a man, that's a father. To the siblings but once that is exchanged then something is wrong you should know that something is wrong no matter how wicked your parents may seem to you no matter what they may look like to you make sure you don't stand against yourself don't stand against yourself by talking against them you expect perfect parents you must be joking you that you expect perfect parents are you perfect without bad and imperfect as they are you still came out of them people are telling you handsome bobo but you came out of them you see oh fine girl you came out of them they are imperfect they are not good but you still came out of them that means there must be something about them bless is the womb that carried you because there must be something about that womb but when you talk against them you take a position against your own self and against your life. You begin to fight first that you put on yourself by yourself. Solution is to turn. If you know you've gone in that direction so far, you better don't be proud. When you get back to them, kneel down and say, I've missed it so long. Please pray for me. I love it when my, my, my mom pray, prays for me. 
when I send her money and she's praying, she doesn't know I love it. I love it. Sometimes I will say, oh, no, continue the prayer. Don't interrupt it with something else. Just continue. She can't understand. She thinks, but you are an apostle. Ah. <laughs> There's something about it. When you honor them and you make them happy. There's something. There's a way it commands blessings into your life. Commands blessings. He that breaks the edge, the serpent will bite. Don't break that edge. Pray in the Holy Ghost. And I wonder what I want you to do now. Just pray for yourself. If you have missed it anyway, just ask God for mercy. Ask God for mercy. That's the first step you should do now. Talk to the Lord about it. You have missed it out of ignorance. You didn't mean to. You did. Maybe situations made it happen. Just talk to the Lord. Don't be proud at all. Just talk to the Lord. Repent. Repent. God honors a heart that repents. Don't just ask for forgiveness. Repent. Repent. It's not about the forgiveness. It's about repentance. So that as you begin to grow old, you don't get some troubles into your own life. You don't begin to experience some troubles. You don't know how they showed up. This message was produced by Supernatural Kingdom Church. To get more of our messages, call 0816-0114-389. Thank you and God bless you.